All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. Guys, altplayground.net is an amazing place to go no matter what your sex positivity looks like. Whether you are a polyamorous person, you are a seasoned hot wife couple, you are interested in dipping your toe into the world of non-monogamy, or you're just a sex positive person looking to connect with other sex positive people, you can find all of them at altplayground.net. And they also have some really modern features that we enjoy. For example, Instead of just a profile picture, you can actually put up a profile video showing your personality and your charisma and also getting a sense of chemistry with other people real time. It is a really fun way to connect. And that's just one of the ways that Alt Playground is changing the game. So head on over to altplayground.net today. Come say hello to us in our community called Front Porch Swingers, which has over 900 people in it from across the United States and Canada. Again, that's altplayground.net. We will see you there. So lots of updates going on. We are um, actually getting ready to head to Miami as we speak. We are. Which I'm excited about. I do have a good base tan. I no longer look like the Montana mountain girl like I've been living in the mountains for the last 31 years, even though I have. Yeah, we've got a little base going on. I've got a nice little tan now that we've been laying out in Kissimmee. We've been here for a little bit and it's nice. The weather's nice, but we're about to get into Miami Beach. That's a game changer. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to go back to South Beach. I haven't been there basically this time last year or January of 2020, right before the world crashed around us. Yeah, wow, basically that's the last trip. After we came back from Vegas, you had to go on a business trip and you ended up here. Yeah, yeah. And I loved South Beach. Absolutely loved it. So I'm excited to go back there and check it out. We're going to get the opportunity to meet some really cool people that we've been digitally corresponding with for a very long time. So yeah, I'm just pumped. I'm excited for a little bit of change of scenery. I mean, half the reason that we did what we're doing is so we can see places together and experience them together. So I've done Miami on my own. You've done Miami on your own, but we're going to do it together now. And I'm pumped for that. Yeah, it's going to be a very different kind of atmosphere than we're in. Miami is very sexy, very kind of upbeat fast paced the beaches are amazing really looking forward to getting out there so yeah and meeting some very cool people that as you said we have been communicating we've been digital friends for so long it's gonna be finally nice to put some faces to the names and the voices there's some very juicy beautiful booties in miami too just yes, throwing there that are. out there and we have a date we have a dinner date with an amazing couple that we've met once before didn't get a lot of time to spend with them the, the first time around but we're, we're gonna have dinner with them in a, a very cool restaurant on the water i'm looking forward to it yeah absolutely so more to come on that and we also have a little personal life update to give you guys we are getting on our own rig next week we're having it delivered to us here in Kissimmee and we're excited about that because the alt playground tour bus is awesome and it's going to be perfect for events in the future which is what it will be used for promotional events and pulling up to parties and and those types of things but we need something a little bit more long-term livable which is what our new rv is going to offer us we're actually getting on a class a i love the layout of it it's nothing overly fancy but i'm pumped to get on that fucking rig yeah me too the all playground bus will be used as you said for promotional events it'll 
probably meet us in places or actually get there before us when we do events, but we'll be on our own rig, which is much easier to operate, a lot more, as you said, long-term livable, a uh, little bit more space, a lot more comfortable. And the, the all-playground bus is going to be great for meet and greets and you know having a cocktail kind of thing and, and having it in the parking lot of a lot of these places. And it's good for about a weekend, maybe a week, but after that, it gets a little bit difficult to operate from our perspective. So just nicer to get on something. It's just easier. Yeah. And we actually get to stay in RV parks now. It looks like we're going to be staying at one on a lake. Yeah. Which I'm really excited for. I love, you know, growing up in Montana. That's my happy space is the lake. So it's not the beach. And I know that you want to be on the beach. I do. uh, But we're only going to be about an hour drive from the beach and we'll stay on a beautiful lakefront property. So we're really excited about that too. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Just looking forward to getting on the road. And again, we'll have the opportunity to see some of the people and places that we've wanted to see. Uh, It would have been a little bit more difficult had we not gotten our own rig. So yeah, next week it will be delivered and off we will go. Yeah, and we will continue to bring you guys updates on the things that we talked about getting on the road to begin with. For example, things like the Mark in Nashville. If you guys listened to that YouTube video or watched it, I should say, we're going to be bringing more of that as time goes on as well. So keep an eye out for all of that. And we actually have a video going up very shortly from Secrets Hideaway. We had the opportunity to speak with Barbie and Frederick, who are two of the owners of the Secrets Hideaway property. They are legit. You guys, they're the nicest fucking people in the entire world. Yeah, they are arguably the two nicest people we have met in this space to date. Cannot tell you how helpful they've been to us, not just because we're at the resort or have been at the resort, but they have helped us personally just navigating certain spaces RV spaces, for example. Yeah, they're full-time RVers They're full-time, yeah. So there's a lot of information that they have afforded us, and they are just the sweetest people. Yes, they are. She's also so beautiful. She is. (laughs) Yeah, so we are really excited to bring you a video on our YouTube channel very shortly. It'll actually be a walkthrough of the rooms. In fact, by the time this podcast episode goes up, the video will be live on our YouTube channel. Right. And you can see a few of the different rooms that they have available and start planning your next secrets getaway whenever you are ready to come and visit. Yeah. But it's a pretty phenomenal resort, and we're really lucky to have been able to park here and experience it a little bit. Yeah, it's amazing. I was really, really blown away at how intricate some of these rooms really are. It, you, you don't, you maybe wouldn't think it, but they're amazing. And sp- some of these folks have spared no expense. For example, there's there's a 60 million year old fossil bathtub in from one Greece. of these rooms from Greece. Yeah. Oh my God, it's fucking amazing. You guys have to see it. Yeah. It'll be on our YouTube video. We do a walkthrough and it yeah. includes that. But yeah, you need to come see these fucking rooms. They have showers that can fit like eight people in them. Yeah. They're very impressive. They have sex swings. They have stripper poles. It is a fucking party. Let me tell you. Yeah. Every room is its own party. <laughs> yeah. So check out the video. Once it goes up, you'll dig it. And we should talk a little bit about the couple that we've been spending a lot of time with here in the Kissimmee area. You actually spoke about her last week, and the husband and I have had the chance to now spend some time together, which we will be talking a little bit about today. But I think something really kind of interesting is unraveling with them. Yeah, this is becoming, for, for me and she, a little bit more than the physical, right? And just sex, yeah. Yeah, we're getting into a, an odd place. In fact, Soon, uh, we will be going on a date, a daytime date, spending a little bit more time together. She had mentioned to me that she would like to spend more time with me than, you know, just meeting for a quick drink and then going and playing. And we've had the conversation, she and I, about what the polyamorous space looks like for you and I. 
Sure. So we haven't had the full-on conversation about potentially getting into that dynamic, but it's certainly, it's in the periphery. We're not too far away from it. And I think that this particular date will maybe open that up a little bit. There's a distinct possibility that this will go a little bit further than just the physical. Yeah, but we're also traveling, so it's fucking, it's difficult. Well, there's a lot more to it than that. I mean, their family dynamic will obviously have to come into, we have to be considered. Our traveling will have to be considered. Lots of things are going to have to be considered. But it's certainly going to be interesting because this is the first time that this particular situation has come up where I'm going to have this conversation with a partnered person who you have actually had time to spend with her partner. Yes. We're we're in very uncharted waters here for you and I. This will also be the first time that you will be away from me and I will have a significant amount of time with someone else, like throughout the course of the day and into the evening. I've had dates before, obviously, away from you, but this is a little bit different. Well, we talked about it just this morning. It's actually the first time ever that you will be spending both vanilla time, significant vanilla time, and probably, I would assume, sexy time in the same day. You've done one or the other, but not both. So that's going to be a real test, I think. Yeah. Up to this point, it's really just been dinner, potentially, and then maybe some play or no play. But this is very different. This is going to be going to spend the day together, going to do some vanilla shit, some vanilla touristy shit, and then potentially, I would say, you know, come back and play at some point. Potentially. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're totally going to fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, just throwing that out there. Uh, but yeah, so this is going to be very unique for us. And I'm I'm curious as to how you're going to feel about it while I'm gone and you're maybe going to be doing some work, maybe laying out by the pool because I'm sure you will. But what is, I mean, where's your head going to be? I don't know. I'm nervous. I'm really nervous. I'm excited for you. And I was the one that was like, hey, you should go here. And I was yeah. looking up the site of where you should take her. Well, to be clear, this was your idea. The whole idea of no, this date. No, it wasn't. It was her idea. But, yeah, but I came up with the concept of what the date right. would look like. Well, you were also the one that encouraged me that I should do this. Yeah, because I think you should explore it. And I don't want you to limit yourself in that way. But that doesn't mean it's going to be easy for me. I think no. this first time it's going to be fucking weird. And I'm going to be an antsy mess. And I'm going to be pacing the bus back and forth until I wear a hole in the floor. Yeah, which is why you're going to need to get out of here and do some stuff. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't know. I'm Listen, I'm nervous about it because I'm not sure where it goes. Because it could be a, the best thing or the worst thing if this thing actually works out. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's so much that could happen here. I don't know. Yeah. I really don't. The the unknown of this is like, it makes me anxious. Does it? You're anxious about it? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. I think you're going to have so much fun, though. You guys really enjoy each other's company. No so. question. There's a, as we have spoken about a number of times also on our other podcast on Sex on Your Terms, the chemistry between she and I is really undeniable. We have a really nice banter and just a really good energy between it's us. It's electric, I think, just being yeah. around you guys together. It's very strange. We talked about it. Uh, I don't think we mentioned it on this show, but you walked in on us i was actually laying on the couch with her Mm -hmm. when you and her husband came in which obviously we're going to talk about that that particular time that you spent with him when you walked in the door we were at their place at their home i was laying on the couch laying in her lap she was rubbing my head that was the first time you've ever seen me that kind of intimate with anyone yeah and I wasn't even concerned about, like, I didn't get up and think, oh, this is going to make Brenna uncomfortable. I was just so in the moment, it didn't even really 
occur to me at that time that it was the first time you'd seen that. And it was a little jarring for you. Yeah. And we talked about it afterwards. Of course, I didn't say anything in the moment. But afterwards, I was like, that was weird. Yeah. That's like one of those hand holding moments. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was very like jarring is the exact word I used. Yeah. I wasn't angry or upset. It was just like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, I felt like I hit a brick wall. Yeah. You've never seen that before. And I could tell by the look on your face afterwards. I was like, oh, that she wasn't sure about that. <laughs> Yeah. And it's just one of those things you have to continue to work through. See, here's the thing. I think a lot of people, when they start talking poly or they start talking about being more intimate with other people, it's like, oh, you get that jarring feeling and you just totally fucking back off from it. And while I understand that for some people, that's not the space we want to be in. Like, I want us to eventually be polyamorous because I think we're meant for it. So I have to work through the fucking weirdness. Yeah. It's just going to take a little time. It's a, it's a process for sure. Yeah. All this little stuff is going to be their first. There's a lot of first going on. Obviously, this is certainly going to be one of them. It is. So, yeah, stay tuned. We'll we'll have more about this coming soon. Yeah, I think we'll have a lot more coming on this from the sounds of it. So, of yeah. course, we'll share all of it with you well, guys. Well, you like to but... think so. You don't know. It could be a total train wreck. I have no idea. Well, I then hope we have not. that to share, too. <laughs> yeah, I certainly hope not. But <laughs> no, it doesn't appear so. to be that that's going to be the case. I think if I had to, if I was placing a bet on this, I would bet that... With some exceptions, because there are a lot of details that would have to be worked out in a, in a relationship between she and I, I would hedge my bet. I'd take the over on this of something coming out of this. Really? I think so. I don't know what. I honestly don't. I don't know what it could potentially be, but I do believe there can be more than just the physical here. I'm not quite sure how far. Oh, wow. So we'll see. I this don't is know. the first time you said that to me, so this will be interesting. Well, I've had some time to think about it, and the more I think about it, and, you know, then she, of course, she and I are texting back and forth and she's very excited about it and constantly talking about what we're going to do and where we're going to go and all that stuff. It's like it it's, doesn't feel like the situation that we're in. It feels like a first date type situation with a single person. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. It's a, it's a very odd feeling. So I don't know. And you're also in communication with her, too, which also makes things a little odd. So... Very little at this yeah. point, but yeah. I, I but we all communicate with each other is my point. Yeah, and we're all on the same page. It's very transparent. It's very drama-free so far. So, right. I mean, I think it's going well from my perspective, and I'm excited to see where it goes for you. Yeah, we'll see. So, stay tuned, people. Yeah. We also need to get to Single Guy Tip of the Week. Yep. Because I have one that I've been kind of passionate about lately because okay, i've run into got? it a couple of times and i don't love it and i'm i'm really kind of annoyed by it okay so single guy tip of the week if you're going to be in a sex positive space and you're going to be connecting with people like hot wives or swinger couples you can't slut shame okay you no. can't be totally weird about them having sex with other people because this isn't a polyamorous relationship now if it's a polyamorous thing and we're dating of course i feel the need to fill people in on who i'm having sex with but if this is just a fun play thing I don't feel the need to disclose all of my sexual partners with you. So I'll provide an example. This guy reached out the other day on our kink website. He and I started talking. We started communicating via kick and things were going really well. I liked him a lot. He was very intelligent, very articulate. He has some really interesting hobbies. I wanted to get to know this guy and potentially play with him. We started having the conversation about safe sex practices and sexual health, which I loved. We talked about our recent testing history and how we're both very much on the same page about that, which is fantastic. 
And I would assume that that's where that conversation would end if it was just about the sexual health, right? Like, I use condoms. I get tested every three months. My partner gets tested every three months, and we alternate those three months, etc. That's not what happened. Instead, he followed it up with, well, how many people have you had sex with in the last month? That's an odd question. I was like, well, why are you asking me that? And he goes, well, I just don't love when women have sex with too many people. It's just a turnoff for me. I'm like, so you're slut shaming me? So it's not from a, it's not a sexual health issue for him as much as it's like a turnoff because he wants to believe that you are more or less monogamous. I don't think monogamous. He just wants... More monogamous. Yeah, well, more towards monogamy for certain. I think for him, it's just this idea of like, if I'm playing with too many people, I am viewed as dirty to him. Well, yeah, right. From optically societally people go oh she's she's a slut because she sleeps with so many people and he doesn't want to be associated with someone like that meanwhile you're hitting up coupled ethically non-monogamous hot wives on a dating platform (laughs) it's not even a dating platform it's a bdsm platform which makes it even more ridiculous yeah it's like what the fuck are you even talking about why are you here yeah exactly i think if you are somebody that wants someone who is a little bit more chast or pure going to a bdsm site and reaching out to somebody who lists themselves as a swinger hot wife is probably not the best move well especially once all of the health parameters have been addressed you know all the information has been provided the documentation has been provided unless you're in a situation that has transcended the physical you don't get to ask those questions and it's not your fucking business i don't ask you i don't ever say to you uh, hey, listen, you've hit your quota for the month. Right. Um, let's go ahead and take let's take five days off. Right. And kind of recharge. Who the fuck? That's not your fucking business. No. And if my partner. It's not my business. If my partner is not going to do that to me, some random single guy certainly isn't going to do that. No. But I did take it as an opportunity to kind of pick his brain and understand where he's coming from. And it really is an issue of him always being told that a woman shouldn't have too many sexual partners. If she does, she's like gross or, you know. Okay. Well, how many sexual partners did he have? Did you ask him? I did. And a lot. (laughs) Yeah. So, but that, so that's cool. That's the other thing. It just was very misogynistic and hypocritical. And I'm not saying every guy is like this guy, but this has certainly been a pattern lately where guys are asking me how many people I am playing with. You know, the, the kind of common question I get a lot is how many current play partners do you have? Which I think is a really weird question answer should be none of your fucking business not only that but that can mean a lot of different things does that mean like current within the last six months how many people have i had sex with or how many people do i have ongoing relationships with like what are you even asking so strange but none of the reasons for asking that question i think in my mind are valid unless it's i'm really concerned about my sexual health and therefore we need to have a conversation about that there's nothing relevant about that question The, the sexual health issue has already been addressed so once that has been cleared up and there are no more questions about it that's where it ends. You're done. We're yeah. all done here. So if you don't want to have kind of a physical interaction with someone who is sexually active, then get the fuck off that site. Like, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, kick rocks, bro. I don't get that at yeah. all. I just think that there is... Do you a think it's a control thing as well? Is there a control p- component there also? Maybe. Now that you say I that... Mean, he was on the he was on the kink site. I don't know what his proclivities are, but is that potentially... Because you've run into that before. You I wanted... was just going to say, multiple of the guys that this has happened with in the past have listed themselves as doms or tops on the site. Well, you've also had a situation where a guy wanted you to be... He wanted to be your only play partner there was that whole thing yeah which is fucking weird which is insane since um, you're already a coupled person and it's very made very clear 
Well, and I, the other thing is that particular guy that you're talking about, I asked him, does that mean I'm going to be your only play partner? Well, no. Okay, so then you're a hypocrite and a misogynist and I can't fuck with you. Well, it's so. also, yeah, it's one of those, again, I, I go back to it's a control piece as well. So you want to be perceived as someone, or he wants to be perceived as someone, I should say, as someone who doesn't actively play with women who would be perceived as slutty. He wants to be that guy. However... He also wants to just sling it around wherever he wants, and well, it's okay. they're barking up the wrong fucking tree because I'm slutty and proud, and I'm sure as fuck not limiting my sexual partners just because someone else wants me to. Well, listen, this lends itself to what we talk about in terms of external relationships outside of our primary relationship, right? What are we willing to accept in a relationship outside of our relationship? Obviously, we're not going to do drama. We don't do that. There's a lot of things we're not going to do. I don't ask you how many partners you intend to have this month. (laughs) So certainly someone else shouldn't ask you those things. Exactly. And again, unless there's a real, you know, relationship forming here. Yeah, but I wouldn't get in a relationship with someone who didn't want me to have sex with other people. Well, that's my point. Well, not even not have sex with other people, but put some kind of limitation on what that looks like. Yeah, fuck that. I'm not built for that. I'm too sexually liberated for that. Yeah, that's that's an empowerment thing, and it's almost like someone's trying to take that power away from you. And I think you've just you've worked too hard. A lot of women have just worked too hard to get that power. I, I don't see any reason to give it up to anybody. I don't ask you to do that, so fuck that. Yeah, agreed. So single guy tip of the week: don't slut shame and don't be hypocritical. Well, make sure you're in the right space. Yeah. Why are you in this sex positive sphere if you're not sex positive? See, that's the problem: is a lot of people are sex positive, but only to the Out degree of convenience. Only to the degree that they believe that they should have to be sex positive. Well, there, he's sex positive when it works for him. Yeah, he's a convenience sex positive person. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like that doesn't even make sense. If you're, yeah, listen, if you're a single guy and you intend to get in this space legitimately, you need to understand like what it is you're coming up against. Yeah, you can't think that's okay. Agreed. Yeah. So, guys, we have quite the story to tell you today. It involves the couple that we have been talking about, the couple that the female half and Brian are getting ready to go on their date. And I actually had the opportunity to spend some time with the husband, and it was really sexy. So we're going to talk about that very shortly. But first, we want to say a very big thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of the Front Porch Swingers podcast is brought to you by our friends at adamandeve.com. You guys know that Brian and I are huge fans of sex toys. We have a plethora of them and we love to use them to spice up our sexy bedroom time. As lifestylers, we know a lot of you really enjoy your sex toys too. And we'd love for you to check out the amazing selection of bedroom toys and other products at adamandeve.com. Plus, when you use our special promo code, you're going to get a whole lot of free stuff. Select almost any one item for 50% off. And then Adam and Eve is going to load on the free stuff. When you enter offer code SWINGERS at checkout, you're going to get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item anyone can enjoy, plus six free spicy movies and free shipping. That is a whole lot of free stuff. And once again, on the best selection of sex toys available out there. So head on over to adamandeve.com, use code SWINGERS, that's S-W-I-N-G-E-R-S, SWINGERS at checkout to get all of that amazing free stuff from Adam and Eve. 
Guys, we've had a blast doing our live shows on the new Stereo app. Stereo is a way that you can connect with us during a live show and leave your own questions or comments regarding whatever the show topic is on. Last week, we did one on male bisexuality and had so much fun talking with people about sexuality in general. And once again, they were able to leave their comments and questions for us during the live show, and we responded during the live show. It is an absolute blast, and we hope that you'll jump on to enjoy that fun with us. If you go to Stereo.com slash FP Swingers, you can follow our channel and see every single time we go live. And at the end of the show, we'll tell you a little bit more about this week's Stereo episode. So as mentioned, I have now had the opportunity to spend some time with the male half of the couple who we talked about last week. You spent time with the female half. The first encounter that you guys had was our episode last week. If you guys have not listened to that, I think it is very uncharacteristic of Brian, a lot of what happened in it. Very and much so. I think it speaks to the connection that you and she had. And the husband and I actually had a really great connection as well, which we're going to discuss today. Yeah. And I know virtually nothing about this interaction. That's not true. You were there for part of it. Yes. But I don't really know what happened. Not specifics. I don't have specifics. You and I didn't talk about them. We were really kind of focused on my interaction and subsequent interactions we did not you and i have not yet had a discussion about what this kind of really looked like from a sexual perspective and how hot it was because i know it was hot i could tell i just don't have any information well so i'm getting it you're gonna get all of it today let me tell you so on this particular day you actually went over to this couple's home to spend time with the wife yeah and the husband was such a gentleman he actually came to pick me up where we were staying yes. and take me to the restaurant. And he chose some place that he thought I'd really like. Let me just preface this entire thing by saying this guy is one of the most thoughtful people I've ever met. 100%. He's very much in tune with an understanding of creating comfort and making sure that I'm in a really good environment and somewhere where I'm, you know, feeling good and all of those different things. He's just a really, really great guy. Well, he also wanted me to to feel good about where you were as well. Obviously, I was with his partner. He was with my partner. He wanted to make sure that I knew where you were and that you were obviously in, in good hands, which you obviously were. He's a great guy. What an amazing story. Yes. So he is very kind of introverted and I could tell that via the digital communication. So I knew it was going to take a little bit of kind of coaxing for us to warm up to each other, but he comes to pick me up and he's dressed very nice. He has this really nice purple button down and tie on slacks. I was like, did you dress up for me? And he was like, yeah, absolutely. Which I loved. He obviously put in the effort. You could tell that he really wanted to make this a good experience for me. Right. So he picks me up and we go to this They call it a speakeasy, but I don't really think it's a speakeasy. It's just a nice little restaurant. It has this great patio area. It has sushi, which I fucking love. And so we went there together. And the conversation leading up to the restaurant, the first probably 20 minutes at the restaurant, was a lot of small talk. And I'll be honest, I was a little bit concerned because I get weird in these situations. I become very awkward And I don't really know what to say. I don't know what to do with my hands. I fidget a lot. I'm just not good at like the first date thing. Well, he's he's very cerebral, very thoughtful. He's articulate, obviously. And he definitely thinks about what he's going to say before he says it. He's pretty calculated in in what he says. And when he says something, he he means it and it matters to him. Yeah. And I could could see where that would be a kind of a little off, (laughs) throw you off a little bit. Yeah. Not off-putting by any means, but just kind of awkward the first half hour or so. 
But we really kind of got into a groove and then we started having these amazing conversations. I mean, he's telling me his whole life story, which is so fucking fascinating. I'm not going to go into all of it because it's not my story to share, but he just has such a rich past, a very colorful past. I've been telling you now, I think you and he need to sit down and just have a drink together or something, the two of you. Yeah, we haven't had the chance to do that. We've sat and talked, just he and I, for, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes at a, at a clip, but we need to go out and have a cocktail and, and have a conversation about, you know, share some history. Yeah, because you guys have very different histories, but equally as colorful and interesting. So I really learned a lot about him. And the other thing I loved is just how vulnerable he was with me. And I think that once we got to that point of vulnerability with each other, I could tell that there was a connection there. And I just really started to like him. He's just, like you said, very cerebral, very thoughtful, so interesting in in what he chooses to share. It's just very open and he and he'll answer any question you have for him and so it got to the point by the end of the time we were sitting and having a meal together that we were just telling each other kind of everything right and i don't usually get to that point with someone on a first date no or first meeting very very similarly to what happened with myself and his partner yeah which is why we're talking about going out on a date here very soon it was just one of those things that you just click and you just you know it Yeah, and I would not say it's the same type of connection, but I also like that. I like that you and she can have a connection, and he and I can have a connection. Our connection so far has been very friendly, but I feel like he's an old friend. I feel like I've known him for a decade, and I've known him for a couple of weeks. So that's really cool, because like I said, that's very rare for me. I don't usually get to that point with people. And so, yeah, we had this great meal. We talked a lot. As we're kind of paying the bill and getting ready to get out of there, he's like, so what's the plan? And this is how I could tell I'm comfortable because I don't usually do this. I was like, well, I think the plan should be that you come back to my place and and we have some oral sex, <laughs> basically. And he was like, oh, okay. So I was out of commission technically for the month and that's yes. why I wanted it to be kind of a soft swap type thing. But I wanted to bring him back here and I wanted right. to suck his cock. Right. Well, so. you were, yeah. And, and to be fair, you were really, you were hesitant because, again, you were out of commission, but you were... Uh, on the tail end of that and you just wanted to be considerate yes i did so we come back to the bus <laughs> and we're in the back i immediately i i kind of dim all the lights and we immediately start making out i don't even think we were on this bus for 60 seconds and our hands are all over each other and the second we started kissing i realized that the friendly connection kind of led and enhanced a sexual connection. Which we say all the time. I wanted to rip his fucking clothes off. Yeah, we say it all the time. That connection or and or chemistry really will change an entire experience. And it did. We got here and I was just like, oh my God. Like I was so turned on by how smart he was and vulnerable and all of those things. I just wanted to take his pants off. I wanted his cock in my fucking mouth. <laughs> so we're making out for quite a while. And I keep kind of, you know, hinting at me wanting to, him to undo his pants. And he keeps pumping the brakes on me. He really wanted to make this thing last. And I'm not that person. (laughs) As we all know. (laughs) I wanted his pants off. So we continued to make out. We we actually talked a little bit at dinner about his proclivities for something a little bit rougher. He's definitely into kind of more the domination. He's not necessarily versed in BDSM at this point, but he knows that he enjoys rough sex. Right. So there was one point when we were making out and he kind of reached around and put my hair into a ponytail and pulled it a little bit. 
and and pulled my whole head back and then started kissing me, which I fucking loved. At that point, I was like, okay, this is going to work. This is going to be good. Yeah. So we're, we continue to make out for quite a while. He starts kissing on my neck and kissing on my chest. He kind of pulls my top down just a little bit and my, my bra is exposed. And he starts kind of nibbling around the liner of my bra, which was fucking hot. It was such a tease because, like I said, he wanted to make this whole thing last. He really wanted to relish in it and enjoy the moment. And because of that, his movements were very thoughtful of that. You know what I mean? It was a lot of kissing on the shoulder, kissing right above my nipple, but not on my nipple. Yeah, exactly. Like, he knew what he was doing. It was not a rushed thing by any means. So, after quite a while of kissing and touching, he finally takes off his pants and exposes his cock and it was really nice. It was like the perfect size, perfect girth. It was just a really nice cock. So I ask if I can suck it and he says, absolutely. So I start sucking his cock and this is so hot. So typically when I'm sucking cock, just because it's not the most comfortable position in the world to suck cock and look up at someone, I close my eyes and I really like to get into the moment of really focusing on my cock sucking technique and you know how I am. Well, you're I'm a perfectionist. And not only that, but I'm, you know, I have the mind of a seven-year-old and my ability to focus on things is limited. It really, truly is. So I close my eyes so that it's like all I'm focusing on is what my mouth is doing on that cock, right? And he kind of picks my chin up a little bit and I open my eyes and look up at him and he's like, I want to see your beautiful brown eyes while you're sucking my cock. Wow. I was like, oh, that is sexy. Once again, takes a little bit of effort, but if you tell me that's what you want, I'm immediately turned on by that because I know it's going to be a better experience for you and you were mature enough to verbalize what it was you wanted. Right. Which is fucking great. So I'm sucking his cock. I'm looking up at him. We are staring at each other eye to eye the entire time I'm sucking his cock so fucking hot so after a while of that and i mean i'm really going to town right i'm i'm sucking the cock i'm touching the balls at one point i kind of even reached around and played with his asshole just a little bit do you like that he loved it he fucking loved it i asked permission before i did it i wouldn't have just gone and done it but i kind of started just barely touching his asshole while i'm sucking his cock and he let out this amazing moan it was like and that was the first noise he had really made so i knew he really fucking liked it right so then I stop sucking his cock and he tells me to get undressed and lay on the bed. Once again, I don't usually just get naked in front of strangers. It's very uncommon for me. I just fucking stripped down, took everything off. I had a dress on, immediately took it off, took my bra off, got on the bed and lay down on my stomach. And he gets on top of me, takes his shirt off. So now he's completely naked and he's straddling me and sitting on my ass and he starts massaging me. Wow. Which was amazing. It was the best massage ever. We are not saying anything to each other. It's just like moans from me of how good everything feels. And at one point, I kind of started rocking my ass back and forth just a little bit. So I'm like rubbing it up against his cock. And then he started moaning. And as I'm doing that, his fingers start digging in deeper. You can tell he's like, oh, this is fucking hot. And I was like, yes, it is. (laughs) Once again, not saying anything, just those noises back and forth. Let us both know it was working for us. Yeah, just these understood type of things exactly yeah so he massaged me for quite a while loved it and then he leaned down and started kissing on my neck on the back of my neck and on the side of my neck and then he started biting my shoulder 
which again, I thought was so fucking hot. So then I kind of arched my back up so that my chest is off of the bed. I'm kind of propped up on my arms with my back arched. And he reaches around and grabs onto both of my tits and starts at first massaging and then straight up grabbing at them, like squeezing them. And of course, I fucking love that. It yes, is, you do. It is my number one erogenous zone when you can squeeze hard on my tits. It drives me fucking crazy. So I am moaning like crazy. And then he kind of gets up and stands on the bed next to my head and tells me to get on my knees. He's commanding me to get on my knees and suck his cock. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. So... He's standing, I'm sucking his cock, and then I once again start playing with his ass, and I was like, can I lick it? And he's like, absolutely. So I started licking his ass. Really? (laughs) Yes! I had no idea. It was so naughty. I loved it. (laughs) And he is making the most amazing noises, and he's telling me like, oh my god, that feels amazing right there. Just at that point, being so verbal with me, and that's how I knew it was really working. Like, he wasn't just doing it because it was like, oh, that's nice, you're licking my ass. He was making those noises and telling me those things because it was driving him fucking crazy. Oh, it's interesting because he's really kind of a more subdued kind of guy when you're talking to him. You would never expect this from this guy. I'm telling you, this guy looks like a he looks like a like a scientist or something, you know, like he works in a lab. He just looks he looks smart and he looks well put together. You don't expect him to be a guy that's gonna be like, Yeah, lick my asshole, but he totally is. That's, and I love that's that. The best. I do, I love that contrast between those two things. It's something that I love to do too like oh i'm so innocent you know i'm just wearing this cute little outfit and i have really demure makeup on but then squeeze my tits and fuck me from behind you know and you have no panties on obviously totally i love that pretending to be innocent thing and he totally had that going on so i'm licking his ass for quite a while and pretty soon he's like i'm gonna come and i was like i want you to come in my mouth and he's like okay (laughs) so i start stroking him off really fast and kind of grabbing onto his balls and then at one point i once again reached around and stuck my finger just like at the base of his asshole and he came so hard it was so hot it like filled up half my mouth That sounds very hot. It was really hot. So that was our experience here at the bus. Yeah, that was experience one. I had virtually no knowledge of this particular experience. I wasn't really privy to all of this. So we get ourselves dressed and we kind of kiss a little bit more and we get back in his vehicle because he's like, I'm going to go introduce you to my wife. Right. Who I, at this point, have not met. You are spending time with her. Right. I'm with her at their home. Yes. At this point. Yeah. So we get in the vehicle, we drive to their house, which is like 10 minutes from where we're at, and we go in, and you and she are in bed together. Yes. Not engaged in anything, just kind of sitting there, we I think, just right? We basically just finished up. Yeah, I was completely naked, as was she, and I believe I was laying down in the... I was still sitting up in the bed when you guys came in, and of course, so this is... That's the first time I'm meeting him. He and I corresponded <laughs> digitally. But it's the first time he was naked in bed with his wife. Yes. Well, she was out of the bed. I was in the bed. It was the first time we'd actually seen each other. So, of course, I'm shaking his hand. I've got no clothes on. Uh, (laughs) It was very, it was, it wasn't even awkward, though. It didn't even feel awkward, right? Because you're standing there. I'm naked. She's naked. He's standing there. Like, there was really no awkward thing. Like, oh, this is Brenna. You know, it's like, 
nothing weird. It was well, just. And she wasn't weird about it. It's the first time she and I are meeting. And not she at immediately all. jumps out of the bed and comes over and gives me a hug naked. I'm yeah. like, you're my kind of girl. I like you. Yeah, it was really kind of interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. So we get there and you guys got dressed and we ended up hanging out in the living room for a little bit. And so you'll talk about your experience at a later date. Yeah, I had quite a, it was quite an experience. Yeah, it, it sounded like it. So we'll talk about that soon. But yeah, so we're, we're kind of just laying in the living room. And then she and I are, are getting a chance to get to know each other. Because like I said, we had not met. We had corresponded digitally probably four or five times back and forth. But right. very little discussion between the two of us. And she kept kind of eyeing me a little bit, like giving me a little bit of flirt eye. Every time I would look over her, she'd be kind of giving me this look. And well, I was like... You guys were kind of sitting, talking to each other. I was talking with him. And then at some point, you guys left and went into the bedroom, you and she. Well, she is like, are you interested in, in hanging out with me a little bit? And I didn't know she meant right then and there. I thought she meant like another time. Right. And I was like, hell yeah, absolutely. We should do that. And she's like, okay. So she grabs my hand and takes me to the bedroom. I was like, oh, fuck you mean right now? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm down. I was not expecting it. So we go into the bedroom and she and I kind of start making out a little bit. And she's like, I would love to go down on you. And I was like, fuck yeah, you can go down on me. <laughs> but keep in mind, I was out of commission. So I did warn her of that. And she's like, oh, I'm not super worried about it. if it's your last day. Like, let's just go for it. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's go for it. So she, it, and I will say she's incredibly sensual. She's very different than him, at least with me. She was very kind of sensual and like rubbing me and touching me really softly. Whereas he did a lot of like grabbing and holding onto my hair. And I do, that's one of the reasons I love playing with both men and women is because you do get such different energies. Well, it's so interesting because her energy is not that with me. Well, and that's also why I just love playing with different people in general, because your energies connect in different ways with different people. And so yeah. it results in there's a million different combinations out there because of that. Right. So she's very sensual with me. She starts going down on me. She's fucking amazing at it. She makes me come very quickly. Yeah, and we then, heard in the other room. <laughs> and then she gets on top of me and starts humping my leg i guess sort of i don't it's really hard to describe but she's like she's like almost scissoring me but not quite and just right. kind of like rubbing up against my leg and tries to make herself come that way she got really close but didn't get there and i just thought that was so hot because it's obvious that she's somebody who like knows what she wants and is willing to just go after it and it was incredible. She 100% knows how to get herself off. She knows what works. Yeah, sure. yeah. Well, and she's confident enough to just like go for it. You know, it's not like this weirdness yeah. of like, oh, do you mind if I hump your leg? Well, like I mean, well, the and entire time he and I are sitting in the living room, we're having a drink, we're having this cerebral conversation, <laughs> and we can hear this noise in the background. And this has gone on for like 20 minutes, I guess. Yeah. At least. Yeah, so then I start going down on her, and she did warn me that she hardly ever comes from oral. Correct. So I did not get her there, but I had a great time trying. I was really... And the other thing is, once again, with a woman, it's different than with a man. With a man, I tend to go straight to the cock and straight to the balls. And with her, I was like kissing up and down her thighs. And I was kind of like rubbing my finger on her pussy lips really gently. And she was making these beautiful little moans because of that. So I did that for quite a while. And then I started kind of licking around her pussy before I actually got to her pussy. And then I started 
kind of sucking on her clit and she's moaning and writhing. So I thought I was getting her close, but she, like I said, it she'd also kind of warned me. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I was down there for like a good 10 minutes and, she, you know, I, I finally stopped and she was like, that was so nice. She's like, I love when a woman goes down on me. It's just so different than a man. And it was just this really great contrast between he and she in the same night. It was really nice. Right. And then after a while, she's like, we should get the guys back in here. And I said, okay. But once again, I knew that the four of us weren't going to play. So I didn't really know where that was all going. Right. right? So you guys come in and you and she are kind of talking and touching a little bit. And then he and I immediately start making out again. Right. And so we're kind of standing at the edge of the bed kissing. I didn't even notice you guys leave but at some point you and she left the room yeah we i realized very quickly that you guys were kind of getting hot and heavy and i honestly clearly i didn't know what had happened prior to you guys getting to the house at that point so i wasn't sure if you had had any interaction physically with him at all so she and i stepped out of the room to let you guys have the bedroom and we went into the living room and just kind of laid there on the couch together and left you guys alone so yeah. we, again i have no idea what went on in there <laughs> So once again, we had this discussion about like, oh, it's the last day of my period. And he's like, okay, well, then I would really like to fuck you if you're okay with that. And I was like, I was feeling a little bit awkward about it just because it's the, the period thing. And, you know, I don't know. But he didn't seem to care. So I was like, okay, we're going to go for it. So we continue to kind of make out. We're touching each other. He tells me to lay down on the bed and he starts kind of caressing my pussy. And like I said, very different in contrast because that lasted, the ca caressing portion of this only lasted for a couple of minutes before he is grabbing onto my thighs. At one point, he grabbed each leg and propped my legs up so they're kind of frog-legging it off yeah. the side of the bed. Right. And so he reaches over and puts on a condom and starts kind of stroking his cock a little bit. And I have my eyes closed and I'm just kind of in the moment. And all of a sudden, he rams into me. And I should mention, I left the condoms on the nightstand. Just saying. Did you? What a gem. Yes. Thank you so much for they were they pre-opened? Yeah, they were mine. Oh. One of them. Yeah, I left one on the counter. Well, we used it. <laughs> I'm sure you did. So he pushes himself into me quickly, and I kind of like let out a oh, you know. Right. And he's like, "Was that a good one or a bad one?" I was like, "Oh, it was so good. I love that initial stretch. You know that it's my favorite thing ever. Yes. Like especially when you're not truly expecting it. It's just this like rush surprise sensation all happening at the same time. Oh, well, I you normally like it. The most <laughs> we'll talk about that at a yeah, later there date. are there are exceptions to that which we will talk about on another show yeah when it's a giant cock so anyway more to come on that but with yeah. <laughs> with this particular gentleman perfect it was a little bit of pain but mostly that amazing stretching sensation and he gets on top of me and just starts fucking me hard he is pulling himself into me at one point he has like a one hand on my neck and the other hand propped up by my head and he's using my neck as his leverage to fuck me and he's going I so like deep yes i absolutely loved that and once again just the confidence of it all and he does not look like a guy that's going to come over and put a hand on your neck and use it to stuff you you know what i'm saying all the yeah but that just makes it that much more hot and intense and interesting oh for sure i fucking loved it so he fucked me for quite a while on top i am i came probably three or four times in 15 minutes he is sweating all over the place dripping sweat onto me neither of us care a 
at all because it's just this carnal fucking going on. Sounds very familiar. Yeah, for real. He's reaching down. He's grabbing onto my tits at one point and I was like harder and he's not squeezing hard enough. So I take his hands and I squeeze them as hard as I want to be squeezed. And he was like, oh, really? I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So then from there, it was on. It was squeezing. It was grabbing. He reached down and bit me on the neck, on the shoulder. It was just very primal, very much what I love. And and we did have a conversation about that leading up to that, that that's really my favorite play yeah, style. he and I spoke about it as well, as did she and I. So this was not like a surprise that he didn't know that this was going to be my thing. He knew it. In fact, he said he kind of read up on it before we got together, which I also love. I think that he's just one of those guys that is always prepared and always ready with the right recipe basically right. He's, he wanted the knowledge first yeah so it was perfect he executed very well 10 out of 10 nice so yeah i mean the fucking went on for quite a while i came several times he did not come again because like i said he had come here so eventually he just kind of stopped and and we just laid in the bed together and like i said i am this at this point i'm covered in his sweat right and i did not give a fuck yeah when you came out you looked like you were you were covered in sweat from being fucked really hard. Yeah. Yeah. It was really hot. So we lay there for a couple of minutes. He kind of stroked me. And what was really interesting is like, we just had this, I wouldn't say it was ridiculously rough, at least not from my perspective, from, from my personal history, but it was definitely rougher sex. And we go from that to him just caressing me and us kind of cuddling with each other. And he's rubbing my hair and he's kissing my forehead. And it was very caring and thoughtful. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I think that that was just, That sums up who he is in my mind. He can be both of those things equally and feel very comfortable in both worlds. And I really like that about him because not everyone is like that. Yeah, I feel the same way. She's she's a lot of that as well. Very, you know, kind of aggressive and and enjoys the aggression physically when you're, you know, during sex. Afterwards, very accommodating, very nurturing, you know, really soft, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. So then we got dressed and we headed out to the living room and that's actually where I saw you laying in her lap on the couch. Yeah. And she was stroking your head. She had a pillow behind your head yeah. and she was stroking your head and rubbing your neck. And it was just this very sensual moment between the two of you. And like I said, it was a little bit jarring. Yeah. But... It was also really sweet, and it was also interesting because I had just been with her husband. You know what I mean? It was just a lot going on all at the same time. Yeah, and again, it was so comfortable for me that I didn't even think right away, oh, let me change this position. I don't know know, exactly how Brennan's going to feel about it, but I could tell that the look on your face, you were like, huh, not sure how I feel about that. (laughs) And so I thought, well, let me me give her a few minutes to kind of get her thoughts together on this, because it was a strange situation for me as well. The whole thing was, was very unusual for me. Well, you guys continued to lay on the couch and he and I sat together on their love seat. Yeah. And we were also kind of touching and, and still kind of kissing on each other. And it was really interesting because all four of us are there. Now you have all four of these like energies that could be going in a million different directions, but it did feel very calm and in some ways kind of normal, which is weird, but right. <laughs> it did. It felt right. normal. Yeah. It, yeah, it did. It was a comfortable situation in a in what could have been a very uncomfortable situation yeah it, t- it turned out that it really it worked and it spoke to me that they are a couple who are really on the same page 100% and they are comfortable yeah. in this lifestyle comfortable playing separately because we didn't come out and have her like look at us and jump up or she didn't ask, move ask what had happened or anything like that it was just very calm very normal yeah. and for the four of us to just kind of sit there with each other's prospective partners still touching and kissing 
after the sex had stopped was yeah. also, it spoke volumes to me. Well, it's so. also, again, there was a lot of firsts in this interaction, in our interaction, or I should say with our relationship with this couple to this point, lots of firsts. We played separately, obviously, with a couple before, but this was different. And then, of course, we played with them individually in the same house, but, you know, and played separately and then came together later. A lot of these things are first for us, which is leading into what's inevitably going to take place is my date with her and kind of seeing where that goes. Yeah. It's going to be, inter- it's interesting. The whole journey of this, the the evolution of this particular interaction is very interesting. It is. I'm really glad that we met this couple, not only because they are incredibly sweet and I enjoy them, but also because I think it's teaching us a lot about us and about our relationship and about where we're truly at in our polyamorous journey. I think up to this point, it's been a lot of like hypotheticals. Yes. And this is the first time that you have really, truly connected with someone to the point where you want to take it from sex to something more. Yeah, potentially. Absolutely. Listen, we're even talking about sticking around this area a little longer so we can see them a little bit more. I can see her particularly to make sure this is really kind of a fit. Yeah, yeah. And so we've we've seen them a couple of times since then. We actually spent some time with them another evening where you and she were together and he and I were together in separate locations. Yes. And so we'll talk about that at a, at a separate time. But yeah, I think for he and I, it is a little bit different. We're developing a really good friendship. Uh, our conversations are very friendly in nature and I enjoy him. I think he's so smart. I love talking to him about intelligent things and having more philosophical conversations. And I feel like I've not been missing that because you and I do that, but I don't get to do that with other people other than you very often. Yeah, it's it's difficult for us to find connections like this, or at least it has been difficult up to this point. This is really an amazing exception to that, and I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. So lots more to come on this couple, I would assume. Well, we know that we have future interactions to talk about, period. Yes. But I'm really interested to see how your date goes with her soon and and my reaction to all of it. So we'll obviously be talking about that as well. We will. And meanwhile, we have so much more to talk about coming up. You and a very handsome Frenchman. Uh, another interaction with an, a really impressive gentleman in more ways than one. <laughs> we'll have to, uh, we'll break that down for you coming, <laughs> coming up at some point. That's a story, people. Let me. Oh, Holy shit, is that a story? That's a fucking story, and I cannot wait to share it. Yeah, it's also uh, a cautionary tale as well. Uh, you know, you gotta, you, you gotta, you know, buyer beware type situation. Know your limitations, yeah. But For we'll be talking sure. about those very soon. Yeah, just some really hot stuff we've been doing, and I do feel like I'm getting my sexy groove back, which I'm pumped about because when we first got on the road, I wasn't feeling uber sexy. I, you and I were having sex constantly, but I wasn't in this mood to like get out there and meet other people. And now I'm back in that mood. Well, it's just a, it, it was a lot, you know, just getting accustomed to not being at home anymore and, and shifting how we do things because everything you do on the road is very different from obviously in your home. So it, it takes a little adjusting. And now I think we're getting through that uh, and we're going to be pros at it pretty quick, I think. Yeah. So lots more to come. Stay tuned for all of the stories. If you guys want more information on our live real time what we have going on behind the scenes stuff that you're not going to hear on the show we do a bonus episode of front porch swingers every single week which can be found on our patreon community 
Patreon is a place where you can sponsor the show for as little as $2 per month and receive bonuses as a thank you for doing so. We would really appreciate you heading on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers to check out all of the different tiers that we have available. Like I said, the bonus episodes are just one example of the bonuses we offer. We also have things like our Telegram chat group with over 120 people from across the world. We have naughty Snapchat access and so much more. And we want to say a very big thank you to our newest Patreon members who this week are Steph and Jonathan. Thank you guys for jumping on board with us. And also, guys, you can keep up to date with us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FPS Pod Media. Yes, that is a new account. <laughs> yeah, don't be uh, surprised if the fucking thing disappears again because for some reason Instagram has a fucking hard on for us. So if it's there, please jump on. If it's not, fuck Instagram. <laughs> so totally. You can also find us on YouTube, which our channel is just called Front Porch Swingers. I'll have the link in the show notes for you so you can follow us there. Get uh, some updates on where we are, where we're headed, and what we're doing when we're in these individual places. Plus, like we said, the awesome secrets walkthrough that you can see there as well. And don't forget about the newest way to interact with us on Stereo. Stereo, the interactive live show, is happening every single week. And we have different topics we're going to be covering. Actually, this week, we're going to be doing a deep dive on this episode and providing some info that you didn't hear on the podcast. So head on over to Stereo.com slash FP Swingers. You can subscribe to us there and get alerted every single time we go live on the Stereo app. And the most fun part about it is you guys can leave comments for us real time and interact with us during the live show. So we definitely want to hear from you. We really hope that you'll join us there. And again, that is Stereo.com slash FP Swingers to join us for our live shows, which happen once per week. And I think that's what we have for you guys this week. Make sure you're staying tuned for the very naughty stories we have coming your way very shortly. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget to find us on altplayground.net. Alt Playground is an amazing open community for non-monogamous and sexually open people to connect, share, and create new adventures together. They have 20 years of experience as a regional open lifestyle website, but now they're rolling out nationally, and they're including so many amazing features, including the podcast corner, which we're very excited to be on. There are going to be videos from your favorite sex-positive folks, and also it's a great place to just connect with sexy, like-minded people. So we hope you'll come check us out at Alt Playground dot net today.